What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another very exciting episode of the Vile Files Bachelor in Paradise Recap Edition. And we have a very special guest for you. The one and only Lance Bass is with, with us, helping us break down these two episodes. Also, the wonderful host of Tuesday's episode, uh, Lance, welcome. Great to have you. Excited to break this down with you. Also, great job last night. Oh, thank you so much. It was so much fun. Uh, I can't wait to break this all down with you. Just a couple quick, key, a couple quick housekeeping notes. Uh, we are are back uh, tomorrow with the the wonderful Matt King. A fun episode with Matt. We have a great to ask Nick episode out. Uh, for you on Monday. Don't forget to send in your uh, questions at asknick at castmedia.com. Cast with a K for Ask Nick episodes. And if there's, uh, is there anything else I'm missing, Allie and Amanda, before we get into I this? I mean, you can always buy merch. You can always buy merch, vilefiles.com. Check us out. Let's let's get let's get to the episode. First of all, Lance, I just want to say congratulations to you and Michael. Uh, you guys are expecting twins. That's very exciting. Thanks. Yeah, it's... Uh... It's a little crazy, and it's it doesn't seem too real right now, but uh, it'll be very real in a few weeks. Yeah, <laughs> are, is a due date right around the corner? Uh, well, we're actually due in November, but you know, twins come sure really early, so we're kind of on standby from September to November. Who knows? That's amazing. And you, boy, you you boy and girl. Yeah, it's a boy and a girl. That's yeah. that's awesome. Well, that's that's super uh, awesome. Congratulations to the both of you. I just wanted to say that because that's you. that's super cool. All right, Lance. Before we get into your episode, we have a lot to discuss on Monday's episode, uh, mm -hmm. and things open up with basically Demi coming in. You know, kind of naming it. She, I mean, I loved her intro. By the way, we have the, the intros are back. She's the pot stirrer. Uh, I right. thought that was very. And she definitely is the pot stirrer. She definitely <laughs> is the pot stirrer. Mm -hmm. Um, so she comes in, she does her thing. Uh, she asks Brendan out, uh, it's Brendan, right? I know I keep fucking up Brendan's name. Great. Awesome. <laughs> I used to call yeah. him Brandan, Brendan. Um, what, what, like, what did you think about that? What, uh, were you uh, excited? Did you, do, are you, Demi obviously is very, you know, polarizing. A lot of people love her, uh, energy. Some people find it to be, you know, obnoxious. Personally, I think I thought she was hilarious. Obviously, she, you know, can come on strong, but like, it's paradise. It's fun. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah she's a very polarizing character for sure, which I think is perfect television. If we didn't have characters like that, then, you know, it would it'd be boring. <laughs> so, so I appreciate when people come in just hardcore, wanting to play the game and, you know, who knows what she's in here for this season? I mean, maybe just uh, have fun and stir the pot. Uh, but hopefully she will find love. Yeah, I, it, it seems like Demi is there to and we'll talk a lot about this in this episode. But uh, I think, you know, Demi obviously has the benefit of having been in paradise. So she she has no problem just saying what she's there to do. Right. And that literally is to stir the pot, have fun, you know, how how interested she is in actually like finding love in a relationship. I don't I don't know. I mean, it sounds like maybe she's open to it, but maybe she doesn't even plan on on it and expecting it. But I think yeah. it's her her being open, you know, about that is is what kind of lets her off the hook, because obviously we get into a lot with Brendan in these past next couple episodes. You know, he's that 
he's the good guy from the, you know, quote unquote, good guy from his edit. And I'm sure he's a great guy. I've heard nothing but great things about Brendan in life. But now it sounds like he's going to get a bad beat this uh, this season. And you can kind of tell that classic yeah. case of, you know, <clears throat> I was dating someone and talking to someone. And right off the bat, like while Demi and Brendan are on a date, uh, conversations are already starting between people on the beach and Natasha about, you know, Piper and Brendan. Right. Exactly. There's always someone, you know, that they're seeing before they come in <laughs> to the show. It's just part of part of the core. Uh, of course, but Brendan to me uh, is so complicated. Like it would be very hard to date this guy because you really don't know what he's thinking. He's just way too reserved and quiet when it comes to relationships. So uh, it'll be very interesting. I mean, and then Demi getting turned down by him. That just really, I mean, you could, you saw a little screw go loose <laughs> when, when she got rejected. She could not imagine someone rejecting her. Uh, but I'm real interested to see uh, how the Brendan and uh, Natasha relationship uh, work out. Did you get to talk to Brendan all that much when you were down there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I did actually. Uh, the great thing that they did this year was they let us host kind of go in and and really kind of pull the people we wanted to and really get the tea from everyone. So that was really fun. So I really got to have some good moments with every single person in there. Really? So when you were talking to Brendan, did you feel like he was even holding back with you? Like when you say... Like, you know, he's hard to read or whatever. Yeah. How much do you think that's just Brendan? Or do you feel like that was Brendan being cagey about, know. you know, Piper or what else was going mm -hmm. on, you know, compared mm -hmm. to everyone else? Well, it's it's hard to say. Like I said, he's complicated. To me, it seemed like in our conversations that he really liked Natasha. Um, you know, Natasha wants more from him. Uh, I mean, at this point, they haven't even kissed. So... <laughs> You know, uh, she's just wanting some kind of validation that she's doing the right thing, which makes me also think that maybe he is waiting for someone else to come through that door because why wouldn't you have kissed Natasha at this point? Yeah, it, it's it's one of these things. It happens. It's funny because it happens every season. It's like the same kind of beats the show has. And it's always going to it's always like usually one guy who comes in and and gets the villain edit whether you know he's not like a real villain or a bad guy mm -hmm. or whatever and it's it's always interesting because like brendan's biggest mistake from what i can tell so far is that it seems like he's not being totally honest now do we know he's lying i'm not sure you know because he he's not upfront about it and what i mean by that like so like when i was on paradise i don't know if you remember lancer you watched back then but uh, when I showed up, there was this girl named Jen who I did it on the show. And we like we've talked about it like we had we had conversations before the show. Right. The difference is with some people and like the, and I'll defend Brendan here is like I don't think Brendan's any more guilty than anyone else on that beach. They've all talked to people. They all have relationships going on. They all kind of came in with an idea or some sort of plan. That plan might shift. But Brennan is being outed for it for whatever reason. It's the it you know made pop culture news. I think it was even on like Us Weekly, et cetera, et cetera. When I showed up to Paradise, now granted this was never aired. I didn't. 
I was just like, I walked in and, and if anyone asked, I was like, if Jen shows up, I'm going to go on a date with her. I'm here to date Jen. I don't care. I was telling everyone, every time I went on a date, someone will ask me on a date, like, cool, I'll go on a date with you. Just so you know, I'm going to go out with Jen if she asks me. <laughs> when I went out with Amanda, I'm like, yeah, you seem great. But if Jen comes, I want to get to know her. You should get to know other people. They never aired that, but I told everyone and I wouldn't shut up about it. So they all knew. And the big difference is like with Brendan, when he's talking to Natasha, you know, Natasha, like towards on Tuesday's episode, when she's like checking checking in. He just says just enough. Right. And it's kind of, it kind of, I think reminds people of that kind of fuck boy mentality because Natasha's like, she's asking him, well, what do you think? Or I like you, blah, blah, blah. And, and Brennan doesn't lie to her or, but he just says, well, I like you a little bit more every day, and I think that's a good thing. Like, what the fuck is Natasha supposed to do with that information? Yeah. It's so just like, it's, bre you know, I hate to use the word bread coming because I feel like that's a, but it's just like, just enough. He's just like dangling a carrot, yeah. you know, as opposed to the saying, hey, if Piper comes down, just so you know, and she asks me, I'm going to go out with her. And he's not being totally honest there. So assuming that's going to happen, it's going to get really bad for Brandon. And I just don't get why he doesn't just be totally upfront rather than only be honest when he gets called out. Yeah, because some guys are just idiots. <laughs> they don't know how to deal with it. Uh, but, you know, I and also as, you know, as a host going in and, you know, I pulled Natasha to the side. We had a really deep conversation about this and, you know, the things that I saw, you know, that I did see that Brendan liked her and, and I always, I felt so bad. I'm like, am I doing the right thing by kind of telling her, you know, keep going with this. Uh, I'd hate to give her the wrong advice because I don't know all the information. Uh, so that, that's the only thing that always kind of scared me talking to these, uh, to everyone, just because I didn't know if I was going to be helping or hurting the situation. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I think you, you did a great job just kind of facilitating love. Um, <laughs> Lance, uh, what else, yeah. I mean, other like you know, there's so much in these past two episodes, uh, Ali and Amanda. Other than like obviously like setting up the Brendan and Piper drama and, and Demi. Oh, we have to get to Victoria, obviously. Victoria P. Come on, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's funny because usually when someone like comes on the Bachelor or Bachelorette and they have a, you know, they look like a bit of a villain, there's a redemption opportunity. But it's like Victoria P just can't help herself. And again, back to the lying and, and not being up front. I mean, it's a little different when you're talking to someone on the beach, but like this this country music, you know, singer aspiring. I think the Bachelor needs an I have a spin-off show for the Bachelor franchise. It's all the women who moved to Nashville after the show and start dating right. aspiring country singers. There should be a reality <laughs> TV show. Of all yes. the Bachelor Nation uh, alumni who try dating country music stars. I feel like that would be very entertaining. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm so in for that. Yes, because, I mean, there is a great pool of uh, aspiring country artists and these women moving to Nashville. This could easily be cast. Hey, you're, you're going back out there and uh, you're having dinner with friends and you're splitting checks. Why not make life easier with PayPal? PayPal is uh, just making it so much easier to pay your friends, pay people who do work for you. Just move money around. That's right. When it's time to pay, why pull out your wallet or open your purse when you probably already have your phone in your hand? PayPal QR code payments are now accepted at CVS stores nationwide, so it's super easy to make touch-free payments with your phone. Plus, you get 10 
$100 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more. That's great. Also, like, it's just, like, cleaner. You're, like, you're not, like, touching dirty money. My favorite thing about PayPal is, like, anytime I forget my wallet, I, I just have PayPal on my phone because I never forget my phone, you know? And I'm out there, and I'm, I'm using PayPal to when I, you know, need to pick up uh, some cereal at CVS or, or out there, again, like, you know, you split something with a friend. It's just, you just PayPal. It's great. Get $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more. Just head to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash V-I-A-L-L. CVS now accepts super easy, touch-free payments with PayPal and Venmo, and you get $10 cash back on your first in-store QR code payment of $20 or more. Fable at home. Fable, people. Fable makes setting a beautiful table super easy. I'll tell you what. I got the Fable dinner set. Uh, Natalie and I love it. We got this new shelving in our kitchen and it's so beautiful that we don't even put it in the cabinet. It's out to, to like, it, it helps like make our kitchen look more homey. It's beautiful. It's great. They have great, uh, pasta bowls. They have cereal bowls, you know, like I don't mean they have, you know, dinnerware. I mean, coffee mugs. It's really just beautiful. Uh, their uh, dinnerware is crafted and hand-finished in Portugal and made with recycled clay. Well, that's amazing. And you get 10% off your first order with the code V-I-A-L-L. That's right. Fable offers premium dinnerware all created aesthetically and sustainably. I mean, we just love it. I didn't even know it was made sustainably. It's an added bonus, but I just think it's so beautiful and great. And we we ate off. We had some pasta last night and used our Fable uh, bowls. Their ceramic is stunning. All crafted ethically and hand finished and in a zero waste facility hmm. head over to fablehome.co and use code v-i-a-l-l to take 10 10 off your first purchase that's fablehome.co use code v-i-a-l-l to take 10 off your first purchase pour one out for kelsey i mean i feel i really thought she was going to be a star on paradise like she has all the the rest like the makings of like a really entertaining character in paradise and unfortunately she went home super early but she's very upfront she's very honest and and honestly she really handled this with a lot of poise because she was like yeah we're friends but like i just got asked about it like what do you want me to do about it um i don't know what were your thoughts on kelsey lands I mean, yeah, she she got in the middle of something that is hard to get out of. And I mean, and also she didn't have she didn't have a couple there. I mean, she was going to go no matter what. So I think she didn't care about revealing all of these these secrets because she kind of knew she was going home. Uh, but I mean, that's that's when you knew that what they were saying was true. When both girls had the same story, you're like, OK, something's going on. And then. Victoria P is just a horrible liar because you could just read right through her. Right through. Yes, everything that they're saying is completely true. She was not even trying to defend herself, really. It's like this weird kind of condescending thing where she's just like, well, I, I've i learned this in therapy. I'm going to pause you right <laughs> now. And she doesn't like she doesn't deny anything. She just tries to like. And in her limo ride home, she confesses. Exactly, no, no, she's no. like, "Well, I got a, I got a man waiting for me at home, right?" Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it, what they were saying. It was so weird. Like, <laughs> and then she goes, like, she's like, "Well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna go over to James and just let him know that I, I, I was sincere." And she just goes, "She's like, yeah, so I'm gonna go, 
I I got <laughs> I got caught in a lie. I don't really. Yeah, it's my decision. My decision. It's my decision. I get to go. She's yeah. like, it's so nice to meet you. He's like, you don't know my name. Oh my god! Yes, the the Jordan and the you know the. I mean, James for James. Get it wrong well, once. I get it. There's a lot of people going. You know, a lot a lot of things going on. But she she almost. You know what it was like. She said it as a way of. Like, like a, a like a someone in high school would, would be like, I don't even know his name. Like, I don't even want you to know uh-huh. I like him. Like, it's just like exactly. you. What do you mean? You're trying to get his role. You, do you want to be in a relationship with this guy or not? Like, she's like, she's teasing him. Like, what? What's your name? Like, ha 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 ha. It's just like, <laughs> how mean? Although, and, although in her defense, he doesn't look like a James. He really doesn't. So I've always said that. Wait, you're on the, like, you're on the, you're on the, you're on the. James doesn't fit. Here in the yeah. Victoria so, P. He looks like an so that's, that's the one or thing something I agree with. freaky. Yeah. What does he look like? He's like he's the one the box, the the big muscle guy. We just call him box guy. I feel like box he looks guy. like his name is something weird and outdated like Huxley or like Aberforth. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you she was kind of right. He looks like a Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I've certainly gotten names wrong before, so I can't, I, I can't really wow. give him that uh, too hard of a time. But I do love James's response. Is it like, she's like, we don't even know each other's last name. He's like, I don't. It's like you didn't know my first name. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I give him, I give uh, James a lot of props there because I, I'm, th- he must feel foolish. Like he clearly, I think he really liked her. I think he was like, this is gonna be my paradise girlfriend. You know, when when Ivan was just like, just so you know, I know who I'm giving my rose to. And James like, yeah, me too, man. Um, so it's definitely like it's definitely like an, you know, an ego blow to, to James. And I thought he handled yeah. it, handled it pretty well. He did. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, he ends up giving his uh, date date to. Yeah, his rose to to Demi. Were you rooting for anyone uh, watching? Like, who are your uh, who are your couples uh, so far that you know on Monday's episode before we get into your episode, Lance? That you were kind of rooting for. Like, what do you think of Abigail and Noah? Uh, I love Abigail and Noah. They're definitely one of my top couples. Um, they just really get each other, and it's just really sweet. Uh, the other is like grocery store Joe. I I just love his relationship right now, and I really want him to find love um but i think we can all assume what's going to be happening in future episodes yeah well i joe's a perfect (laughs) example of like you can tell he just has no filter and he's just so kind of honest with like even his thoughts and his insecurities and it comes across as so redeeming it's just hard not to root for joe because like He's just fine with like putting it out there, and uh, yeah, I, I I I love I love that. Um, yeah, other than like VP and like obviously Demi coming in and like setting up the Piper drama, were there any like major things uh, on Monday before we get into to Tuesday's episodes, which I feel like was the I meat mean, of the drama? Do you want to talk about the Brendan and Demi date? I don't know. Brendan and, and Demi went on a date. Like you know, Demi was being outrageous. Uh, you know, Demi did her whole thing. I can't believe he, you know, he he doesn't like me or whatever. You know, like 
you know, Demi obviously is my friend. I have her back, but like Brennan has a right not to like her, you know, like yeah. God, God forbid. And she, she obviously is coming across a, a little like hurt by the rejection. Um, you and know. I think most of that was not just the rejection, but knowing that, oh my gosh, I'm probably not going to get a rose unless I snagged this one right here. So she was probably more upset that she might be leaving. Yeah, which, you know, it's it's funny. Like, I what you know, again, Demi's a friend. I think she was hilarious on the show. And there's always a couple times where she, like, goes almost – she she kind of overplays her hand a little bit too much where it's just like, all right, now you're – like, you're okay, you're, you're throwing a bit of a temper mm-hmm. tantrum. And then they'll cut to, like, Demi in an ITM kind of, like, making fun of herself by, like, saying, well, mm-hmm. I just – you know, I, I know I'm being ridiculous and whatever. I that, That's where I feel like uh, – like, Grocery store, grocery store Joe also does a, a good job uh, of that. Um, let, let's get. Did you in. call him Grocery Dirt Joe? Grocery Dirt Joe, yeah. <laughs> like my Freudian slip with uh, um, David Spade. David Chappelle is uh, David. David La Chappelle, yeah. David Chappelle. <laughs> so in in walk, you walk in after the rose ceremony. Um, we got uh, who who went home? Uh, Kelsey. Victoria L. Victoria L. Uh, the queen. Yeah. The queen. The, the, the goddess. goddess. <laughs> when Brendan was like, your aura is overpowering. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that just goes to show they obviously have a lot of, of characters and a lot, you know, when 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 Kelsey and Victoria go home early on, uh, you know that they they have a lot to work with because... There's cl- those are clearly two people who are meant for the beach with some of the kind of uh, yeah. they're they're just kind of outrageous in their honesty and what they're willing to say. And, and they got they got sent home. Uh, Demi point Demi does point out that she only uh, this is only the second time she got rejected. But it the, <laughs> the first one didn't count because Colton ended up being gay. <laughs> gay. <laughs> <laughs> Your thoughts on that, Lance? <laughs> I think it's it's funny as hell. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, and it, and it's the truth. It's just like, well, that doesn't count. He was gay. He was just pretending anyway. All right, so you come in. What was your first when you came in and talked to the 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 whole group? What was kind of your first observations about the the group and um, yeah, like what was it like kind of getting down there and talking to everyone uh, after yeah. the, the first rose ceremony? Yeah, well, I mean, first walking into paradise was a dream come true because I never thought I'd be able to step into that place. Uh, you know, I've watched every season and Have you really? I just love Have it. You even watched- oh yeah. yeah okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I love Bachelor and Bachelorette, but Bachelor in Paradise is just far superior to me. <laughs> it's just so fun because I like to see several relationships, you know, budding instead of one person having to date 30 people. Uh, it just seems a little more real. We can say real. Um, but yeah, it was I, seeing everyone there. I I loved the majority of people that I saw. I was like, yes, I'm glad Joe's here. I'm glad, you know, a lot of the new boys are there, like, you know, Aaron and I'm, you know, was crossing my fingers Thomas would be there but he wasn't <laughs> um but yeah it was just it was it was a lot of fun I was geeking out the first good 10 minutes and then I finally got into host mode I'm like okay I'm here to do a job <laughs> I, I appreciate I think you know with, with you and David like I kind of liked the I liked that I liked that we kind of saw your excitement I, I, I liked that you were having fun and still playing the whole host role like I, and it's paradise that I think the show's meant 
I, I, it's, I think people like it because it is different and it still can be yeah. fun with the drama. And I think it was fun to see, um, that from you. And, and like, obviously David has, you know, a different way of going about it, but for the same, same, the same, I, in the same way, you know, like just having fun with it all while, all while you're there. So I, I yeah, personally like enjoyed that. It's a fun summer show and, you know, Wells did it so well with, you know, uh, he's the bartender, but yet he's there for, you know, to give sound advice. And I think that relationship between the contestants and host and Wells, I think it's so important because it gets them to open up more. Oh, do we want to, I know we're bouncing around. I'm, this is like, this is almost kind of tough recapping two, two episodes yeah. all at once. I mean, like, yeah, there's so many little things like, like the, the playbook. I think that was pretty funny. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Uh, people always refer to the playbook, but like, yeah, I mean, it just comes down to, uh, every season and I, this is where I'm almost going to defend Brendan because I know, like, I think it's going to get worse for Brendan and I'm sure like in life, he's probably a fine guy, but he just, he just got caught up not being totally up front. And I don't think Brendan is any more guilty than anyone else on the beach. Uh, like, well, Victoria P is another example. And, you know, Tammy, like Tammy is going to be so, Tam. I, you know who I think, and they are kind of together. I think maybe the most compatible match on the beach is Tammy and Aaron mm -hmm. because they Agreed. both, they both this cons, they're both petty and they both like yes. love talking shit about everyone. <laughs> yes. And yeah. that is the, like, they love drama. Like they, yeah. they could go on a date and do nothing but talk shit about people constantly. And exactly. they're like and a perfect match. They are. I mean, I don't see any romance between those two, but they are a great friend match in this game because, like you said, they are such shit talkers. Uh, you know, Tammy's always, oh, I like the bad boys. Like, the whole lesson that everyone's learned watching these shows is that you don't go for the bad boy, but she is all about it. Uh, and then, yeah, I mean, and they don't, I don't think they're really open to find love because their, their head is so far into other people's asses, uh, especially Aaron. Uh, you know, it's like Aaron could not even have a good time on either neither of the franchises because he's just so concerned about other people. If you told me that Aaron was an own overgrown eighth grader, I would totally believe you because like he, he just he acts like an eighth grader constantly. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Well, let's get into that because obviously Thomas shows up pretty early. I do love how, who was it? Um, who was it? Like all the guys, everyone's like, yeah, a bunch of uh, guys are going to show up. But before it was it Kenny. Someone's like, oh, no, no, I think it's going to be a girl. And I'm just like, yeah, you don't really understand how this show works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, and I love my Kenny. He's my boy band guy. He's a good Oh, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Thoughts on Kenny? Uh, did you get to talk about boy bands at all? Would you hire we Kenny did. as a manager? Like what? <laughs> like give me some like uh, behind the scenes on, on Kenny. Yeah, we did, we did some boy band talk for sure. Uh, he's a great guy. I love that uh, he's the old guy at 40. I'm like, 40's not old. <laughs> so uh, I love that they treat him like the grandfather. Uh, but I, I like him because, again, he's a little mysterious, too, a little complicated to get to really know in a romantic way. So it'll be interesting to see how his love uh, has how his relationships you know, end up in Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, it's, it's tough on the Bachelor in Paradise is, is, is tricky because uh, 
if you're a guy, you you don't want to be thought of as the player or whatever. Yeah. And and you know, like you know, back to like Aaron, like you know, you had Serena C and Tammy literally just make out with Aaron back to back on the same bench. Mm -hmm. You know, Aaron was just like he even went to said something to Serena C, almost like I'm sure he was joking. But like almost like, hey, what are you going to do for this rose, so to speak? You know, the power, the guys have to be very careful when they have the power because it can look real, really bad, really, really yeah. fast. So like I oh, can yeah. see Kenny being kind of playing his his cards close to the vest, so to speak, because, yeah, I don't think he wants to look like a, a, a fuck boy. So anyways, Thomas shows up pretty early. Um, mm -hmm. We're going to talk a lot about. So here's a, here's, here's the, the, the frustrating part about this episode. I'm really curious about your thoughts, Lance. Is that like, I don't want to be defending Thomas. In fact, I met Thomas when I hosted the date. And, and I've said this before. When I met Thomas, he definitely seemed like a guy who was kind of full of shit. And we even watch him on this episode. He's corny. He says cheesy things. Like, yeah, he does like, I'm too tall. And it's like, we get it. You're tall. And I don't want to be defending Thomas, but these Katie's men are so soft and so insecure and so petty that like you can't help but being like it, it's unreasonable their hatred for for Thomas. If if they just ignored Thomas and said nothing, we would probably be spending all this time like kind of like, you know, making fun of what we're seeing on TV, the Thomas shows mm -hmm. like we would probably say this is a guy who like just says, you know, cliche things, talks in platitudes, knows he's hot, you know, says insincere things. He does it to himself. But like none of that mm -hmm. is a crime. And you have these guys calling Thomas a narcissist. They say he's like rotten to the core, um, all, you know, and they have only thing they keep saying is like that he can sit like if Katie broke up with him at least he'd still have a platform or he owned up to the possibility he thought about being the bachelor and it's just like guys you all have Instagram like if you're going to call someone a narcissist and say they're a rotten human being and just like you know just lose your shit over them and you only have like the fact that they consider being the bachelor or they consider they have a platform and you have Instagram turned on and you have, and you're collecting followers. Like, I think you should shut the fuck up. Uh, but I don't know. Maybe, maybe uh, do you, do you see it the way I do Lance or like, Look, what do you think? I am so glad we're on the same page because I too hate to defend Thomas, but I don't think a lot of this is warranted. It's uh, ridiculous. You know yeah i mean it's you know it's a little too much and and what it, what is what i don't like to see is you know when the rumor mill starts um and then someone says like a little like what he said over here but then they make it seem bigger and then by the time it gets over here he said something completely off the wall that they think he said which he never said like the, the, the game of telephone is horrible with him uh because like what he was saying about trey is what you talk to people about you know he was he was actually coming from a good place been like look he's been through a lot he needs a lot of love i don't think he's emotionally ready i mean that's it's all true and um, yeah and, and serena <laughs> asked his opinion on it and then like serena was a little gossip yeah who like yeah, went and talked it. behind his back she made the whole date about like and i get why serena did that that's totally fine but like you're right the telephone game is a perfect example like play the tape back from Katie's season. 
they guys drilled Thomas about like, hey, did you ever think about being the bachelor? Do you ever think about being the bachelor? And the guy owned up to it one time by saying, yeah. And like, listen, again, I'm not defending Thomas. If these guys would just leave him alone, we'd all be talking probably some shit about him, about his cheesiness and how he, he mm -hmm. kind of like, he probably is a little full of shit and maybe he has some growing up to do. I don't know. Yeah. But like, it's this whole, I, like, if he's a narcissist, this, the amount of po apologizing Thomas has done in the past two seasons, like, say what you want about the guy, like, I don't, I, I don't think narcissists are, are known for, like, falling on the sword and apologizing for things and what mm. it seems to be a very sincere attempt for things that I don't even know if they're guilty of. Like, yeah. how many times does he have to apologize yeah. And, you know, there could, there is a little probably a sociopath under there somewhere, but you know, again, he hasn't given you, you know, you, you think Thomas might be a sociopath. Anything. I mean, I, I know people that, yeah, act a little like that. So, you know, I have one eye open. I no, like that's that. the thing. I hear you. When I first, when I first met Tom, I met Thomas in a group of nine guys and he stood out as like, oh, watch out for this guy. But that mm -hmm. also could just be a, you know, he is a giant. He's six, five. He is good looking so we're in our minds kind of holding that against him like oh the guy yeah. shouldn't be this tall and good looking yeah but the problem is with him is like he never gives a direct answer you're right that is his downfall just talks in circles talks in circles and then you're just like well then you're full of shit if you can't just answer one simple question you're you're totally right and he he definitely is full of shit but he also could just be a guy who is immature and hasn't yeah. found himself yet and I don't know. Like, that's the thing. We don't know who Thomas is, but these guys keep saying how well they know him. They don't know him at all. And every time they're asked, like, well, what is it about this guy? They keep saying the bachelor thing over and over. And so clearly they're proving yeah. by not having anything more specific other than talking about platforms. and Like, it's all bachelor tropes. And like, you're, mm -hmm. you're talking. You know, every, every single person that comes on that show in the back of your mind, you're always thinking, well, I wonder if I could become the bachelor. It's just, yes. that's a natural thing to think. They all know? have, like, well, yes. they all have yeah. their Instagram on. They all, and that's yeah. fine. They're all collect. They all, if someone was like, Hey, Trey, do you want 500,000 followers? He would be like, yeah. yeah. And that's fine. But like, it, it's, it's the problem I have is like, you know, they're talking to him about like him being, they're just trying to crucify this guy. They're trying to absolutely just assassinate his character. Yeah. And it only makes them look horrible. I mean, if I was dating someone that was just so concerned about another guy, it would be so off putting to me. Yeah. I love how the women are approaching it. Like, and it, it is, it, it does come across as a little condescending to the women. It's just like, you know, say, Hey, listen, I'm not a fan of him. I didn't like him, but you know what? Maybe I, maybe I saw it through a different lens. Why don't you like, if these women, like they don't need Trey and James and uh, who else and Aaron to like protect them. Like they're all intelligent, capable women who can sit down and have a conversation on the beach with someone like Thomas and see if he's full of shit. But like yeah. these guys just <laughs> won't let it play out. Well, Tajwan was not uh, was not buying it. She she went full in on nope, not into Thomas. Yeah, which is fun. I love that we got to see you know, Tajwan like have a conversation. But like it was just it was so frustrating watching these guys just, I mean, really act juvenile around him. And it's just like, you know, Aaron wouldn't shut up about like the whole like he's oh, Thomas. 
Thomas doesn't shut up about how tall he is. And like, that's just his insecurity. And I'm like, yeah, you're probably right, Aaron. But like, you don't shut up about anyone. Your your thing is to talk shit about people. Like, it's just like, so not like Trey at least tries like to like give him an opportunity. And then Trey got, I don't blame Trey at all because he just heard a rumor and I, and the way he heard the rumor, I would, I'd be mad too if I were Trey, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah. if someone came up to you and said, Hey, someone called you emotionally immature, you'd be, I'd be pissed, but you're right. The context of which it was said was like his intention wasn't to talk shit. It's just right. such a crazy. I know. And that's that whole telephone game. It's like, I wish I would have, I, I wish Trey would have gotten his answer at that moment where he just shut him down. Cause I wanted to hear what Thomas was going to say. But again, Thomas would have just talked in circles and made himself seem guilty anyway. Did you did you get to spend much time with Thomas? Uh, not too much because he came in uh, halfway through my uh, hosting. Um, you know, I, I I bring him in, talk to him a good bit, send him off on a date. But uh, that's pretty much all the time I had to talk with him. Again, I, I think everyone who goes down to that beach comes in with some sort of relationship they all again i remember all they 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 all want to stick around they all want to be on the tv show right and i don't fault them at all and if you pay attention you listen to trey admit the same thing so like here's my question to people listening and people watching this show if if uh if if Brandon is so bad or Thomas is so bad and you know, whatever. And then how is it okay for Trey to admit to the audience? Hey, Tajwan is clearly not into me. She doesn't like me. It was almost embarrassing watching her just drool over Riley. She changed. She's not into me, whatever. I got to face facts, but also, we're in the same week where the women have the power and they have the roses. So, and, you know, so he literally says, well, I want to get a rose. So I'm going to keep, you know, exploring this relationship with Tajwan. And how is that OK? And again, I don't have a problem with it. But in the context, it's, it is a bit hypocritical yeah. to, you know, crucify people, call them a narcissist, say they're, you know, horrible human beings because like they have, they want to be the bachelor or a platform or whatever. And then openly admit to like pursuing a relationship that they would otherwise not like if Trey had the rose, he 100% would have started like exploring relationships with other women. He would have said Tajwan like, Hey, uh, what was that? You know, you, you know, like, I mean, I thought we had something, but you clearly are obsessed with Riley. And like, I don't know, maybe you should explore that. I want to look elsewhere, but he doesn't have a rose. And so he absolutely is pretending to see if there's something there with Tajwan and lying to himself and Tajwan a little bit because he wants to get to next week. And they're all fucking guilty of it. And we pick and choose who we crucify. (laughs) It's so true. I mean, if Thomas would have said and did exactly what Trey did, there's <laughs> he would have been just completely killed by everyone. everyone. And of course, then and the more people told the story, the bigger it would get. And, you know, the things that he said were just not what he actually said. But you're right. There is a double standard with, you know, the good guys versus the bad guys. Yeah. Um, 
it's it it is wild, but it'll be really interesting because I stand by like like Brendan for example. Brand if Brandon would just if he came down and and said, I I've talked to Piper. We went on a date. She's not here. I, I wanna like, and the 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 only thing anyone could have criticized Brendan for for doing is they could have been like, well, why did you even come? Why didn't you just date outside the show? And then Brendan could be like, well, why didn't you guys date each other outside of the show? Yeah. All these people have met for the most part. Well, exactly. I mean, you know, Bachelor Nation is a. Uh very incestuous yeah everyone knows everybody everyone's dated everyone so coming into this everyone knows everybody and yeah. everyone knows if you have a connection or not and i'm sure you've kissed like half the people anyway that no one even knows about and if they haven't met outside of the show all their dms are clearly open so this idea mm-hmm. that like why didn't you date outside of the show yeah. like that's the most they could have criticized brennan for and they'd yeah. be like, well, no, I wanted to date her on the beach because, well, I did meet her and I want to meet her and I want to get to know her that I I wasn't really sure. But it's the it's the little bit of like, well, you know, I just I just like <laughs> this line of like, I just like you more and more each day. And I know that's a good thing. It, it really it's such a fuck boy line. Yeah. You know, it is such it's it's just. It's not necessarily lying, but it's not telling the whole truth. And and you're leading. He's leading Natasha on. And as soon as I assume Piper's going to come, he is going to go on a Piper's going to get a date card. It's so obvious. Oh, yeah. He's going to date card. And she's going to walk, go around, and she's going to ask Brendan out, and he's going to come back, and he's going to be like, uh, you know, and you know. And then my guess is Brendan will. They're going to call Brandon so much, right? Like he's already aware of this target on his back. So now he'll still say yes to the date with Piper. He'll pull like a Dean from a few years back where he'll, he'll think not just cutting Natasha off will be the right thing, you know, because he, he knows he's been leading her on. And so what he'll do, he'll, he'll, he'll try to date both of them for a while. And it's going to look yep. even worse is my guess. Yeah, you know how this is going to play out for sure. That's exactly what's <laughs> I mean, going to happen. But it's what I'm fascinated by it because it happens every season. Like I'm yeah. not like it's it's not like uh, I, I haven't talked to Brent. It's just it, Dean did it. You know, like people do it on this season. And I just why don't you just show up? Like Brendan could literally have worn a T-shirt. He could have showed up talking to to David Spade, and his T-shirt could have been like here for Piper. Also, have had a lot of sexes here. I fuck. I mean, he literally could just come down and he would get himself in less trouble just because he would just be calling it out. He would be totally honest. And yeah, he might have some critics of being like, oh, I thought like I thought you didn't have sex and I thought you were just like a a saint. But like other than that, like like Bachelor Nation doesn't want to feel misled and they don't want to believe that you're something that you say you're not. And all Brennan had to do was have a T-shirt that says here for Piper. And just on every right. date he goes on, just, just so you know, here for Piper. And he would have been yeah. totally fine. Yeah. I mean, all of them say, like, as long as you're honest with me, just be upfront with your intentions. But if he really did that, do you think they'd really <laughs> accept that? I still think. I No, I really do. I think he might get sent home. That's the thing. Brandon is worried that he won't. That's how they do it. That's why they bring Piper in late, because. Brandon is afraid he will get sent home before Piper shows up. So in his mind, he's just trying to survive and be a nice guy and not hurt anyone's feelings, but also try to get a rose 
yeah. you know, and it's it's a delicate game. It's a delicate game. <laughs> it's a delicate game. <laughs> and as we know, Bachelor oversimplifies people in situations, mm-hmm. and and that's why he. You're right. And that's why you can criticize Brendan for not being totally up front because the worst thing that could happen is he got sent home before Piper showed up and then they could still date outside of the show. Mm-hmm. And that's where they get themselves in, in trouble. Carl, the only thing I have to say with Carl, it, Carl, Carl, did you, <laughs> Jesus. I, I, if Carl, uh, the last person I would want narrating my bachelor experience is Carl. And he's like breaking down <laughs> Like Joe's love story as it re- as it relates to the Bachelor, and that's just they did Joe dirty mm-hmm. there by having Carl yeah. break down. Yeah, um, yeah. Carl is that like that guy that you went to junior high with that was in the background trying to get you in a fight. You know, it's like oh, oh no, you know, trying to like push you over here. Uh, yeah, he's the one just really trying to call shit out of anyone. I think Carl is the biggest shit star. One hundred percent. Like last, I think last week he's the guy who lies about like having you know all the you know he he's a lot. I think Carl is just a mad liar. Um, I, I don't know. Um, how is he a motivational speaker? I don't know. We we did a deep dive on his website. It's it's not great. Yeah, Riley. Let's talk about Riley. That's we, my boy. I just want to say. Riley, we all know, is a lawyer. I want, if Riley's on my leasing, uh, uh, legal team, I want him always making the closing statements because that man is a closer. The guy knows how to close. We haven't seen that much swag on this show for a, a long time. Yeah, like if Riley comes down, his arms, I mean, truly magnificent. Like they really pop off, they literally pop off the screen into your living yeah. room. It's like CGI'd. I've never seen muscles on top of muscles like that. It's really, it's spectacular. Um, it, I'm really glad to see Riley in this element. You know, he he was a bit of a fan favorite on, on Tasha and Claire's season, but there was so much going on. We kind of felt like we didn't get to see, I think right. we didn't get to see a lot of, of Riley. Um, and man, he came out out of the gates. Uh, Tajwan, obviously super excited, but I think everyone was super into him. I loved like the shots of Trey. I mean, Trey looked like he was going to throw up when, when Riley came <laughs> down. Like he looked, you know, like when, it's like when Trey, like Trey is obviously a sweet guy. Trey, Riley comes down and it reminded me of like, like a teen rom-com where Trey's the protagonist and like Riley's like the football player and like, you know, Riley's the guy who always gets the girl and, and somehow in this movie, like Trey's going to win and, and overcome love. But in reality, like in the real world, you know, Riley, Riley wins anyways. But like, mm-hmm. you know, Trey, like he just, his face was so like, pale and you could just tell he's yeah. just like just don't act. i don't stand a chance i don't stand a chance and and riley just has so much swag it's so great seeing all these guys you know worry yeah. about thomas uh like and then and riley just worries about himself it's so great it's amazing yeah see that's that's how you act and i i love getting to know marissa also she uh you know i didn't know much about her you know going into this but uh i just i love them together love 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 yeah, so like obviously Riley goes around the room. I mean, I was rooting for Tajwan. I really wanted Tajran to get uh, uh, Taj to get the rose. Um, 
Yeah. I, I love her. I mean, she's so honest and she's so I vulnerable. I, I think she's great. I, I'm really rooting for her to like find a relationship and I really wanted it to be Riley. And like, I love that she put herself out there. I love, she's just like, I'm here for you. I yeah. mean, you know, like I think we I, I knew that was, I knew that was never going to go anywhere because she just turned too strange. Like when she likes someone, she just turns so weird and it's hard. To, yeah. <laughs> you know, as a guy coming, you're like, all right, I don't know about that. But like, she just acted so weird when he came in. You're, you're right. And if she could just like harness that little bit of awkwardness yeah, a little bit when she get a little yeah. bit, but I, I do like, I don't fault her at all for like going to Riley and saying, I'm here for you. Like, I, I love that. I, I love that she put herself out there at the risk of, you know, not getting what she wants. And it, had she maybe turned off the awkwardness a little bit, like it might've gone different, but I don't fault her at all for putting herself out there. I actually like, I commend yeah. her a lot. I think it's hard to do. I mean, it's hard to do in the real world, let alone TV. And like, mm-hmm. I think it's great that she put herself out there. She just gets yeah. a little, you know, a little, yeah, like you said, a little weird, but like, yeah. And that could be possibly the heat. I don't know. I mean, she's always so damn hot. (laughs) Maybe it's really just affecting her brain. I don't know, but I really wanted to see her, her get it. But I, I, I agree with you. Like I didn't see it coming. He asked Marissa out, you know, uh, and yeah, I mean, she talks about how she's never been on a date, uh, like a real date. And it seemed like, okay, that's a nice story. He asked Marissa out you, you like you're hosting that date. Like, would you have eaten any of that food? Did you try any of that food? <laughs> um, I did not try any of that food. I am not an adventurous eater like that. Uh, I mean, in a competition, maybe I'd have to, but no, I was not into the things served at the bassery. I I haven't met Connor B, but I have to admit, like, I'm just so not rooting for him. Is that fair to say? I like. Yes. I'm sure he's a great Is guy. That- is but, that Connor the cat? Yeah, but Connor the cat. It down yeah. with the music, sir. The music, the puns. It's like you know. Yeah. I. It's it, like he's behaving like a math teacher. Yeah, and again, I'm sure he's a great guy, and I'm rooting for him in life, and I hope he finds happiness. But on this show, I'm I'm not rooting for him like at all, and the yeah. puns and the the guitar and like the shtick it's so no like well I, that's like he's gonna be on your spinoff show in nashville Bachelor yeah in nashville <laughs> he'll be the guy with all the girls who are like, trying to date the country singers and he'll be the guy uh, like just like what about me you know at the piano bar in his cat costume in a cat costume like you know throwing out puns i like i i i'm just being honest and i feel bad but i'm like at, in the turn in, in the context of this show i'm actively rooting against connor b i feel bad <laughs> to say it and again like yeah. I, I i'm sure i've heard nice things about him i'm sure he's a swell guy and in life i you know i can't wait to meet him but like his yeah. character on the no, show he's, uh... i'm just like eh. Yeah, you can tell he's a very sweet guy, but I'm not convinced he's there to find love. You know, I definitely see him on there, you know, trying to start his country career like a lot of people oh, do so on that show. Yeah, you, so you think it's even more than, than I that. mean, I do because right when I walked in, I mean, the very first time I talked to them, uh, you know, I met them all as a group. And then as I'm walking by uh, Connor, he's like, hey, because I had watched, you know, The Bachelorette season and they had never seen an episode yet because they were filming oh, when it yeah, started. Yeah. Um, so I'd seen the first like few episodes, so I knew exactly, you know, what went down. I knew the Thomas story and all that. And he was like, wait, did my, uh, did my song make it? Did my song make it? 
Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I think your song made it, but that was like the only thing he was concerned about is if his song made the cut. Well, you heard it here from Lance Bass. Thanks for the tea, Lance. Thank you for That's the tea. That's what I'm here for. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I just like I was watching it with Natalie, and uh, and like when when Riley started making out with Marissa, and they're like, I I literally said out loud, play show Connor playing the guitar, all sad and pathetic, and they did, and I was like, I felt bad because I was rooting against him. Can we also talk about the clip when yet yeah, during the date it pans back to Connor on the beach playing the guitar and Wells like at the bar with like the cheesy little like tear up yeah, moment. I was like, Wells yes. is not paid enough for these performances. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't know if that was really through the song or like, you know, a bug got in his eye. I, I don't know. Yeah, a- <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure Wells will will say something. I there's Wells has got to acknowledge that in a tweet of some kind. I'm sure we'll we'll hear about it, but uh, he's just a very emotional guy. Yeah. Also, like, let's talk about Connor B and kissing because obviously it was. I've really figured it out. Like, yeah. we've talked about it. He's an over aggressive kisser. There's a yeah. He's kissing before Riley shows up. He's making out with uh, Marissa. And if you play it back, she is literally leaning back. You know, mm-hmm. like. He just goes in so hard to the pain, yeah. you know? He's not paying yeah. attention. And if you, like, go back and watch it, she's like, she, I think she likes him and she doesn't mind kissing him, but, like, it's not that she doesn't want to kiss him. It's that he he is going, like, 95. And I and, know. He, he acts like a 13-year-old that has not really kissed much. I mean, he if a cat could make out, I think that's what a cat would make out like. Yes. Yes, thank you, yeah. Lance. And then you have <laughs> Riley, swag, he's smooth. I mean, he's got his move. I love that she's like, you got to move and like the chin yeah, thing. Is. He's got the chin yeah. and it's like, it's, you know, it's a dance. He didn't like their face, their faces when Riley and, uh, and Marissa are making out, they're at like 90 degrees. They're still like, mm-hmm. th- there's like a, 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 a line in the middle and they meet at the line and they start kissing like no one's crossing the line they're like kind of staying in there they're just meeting in the middle literally and and connor b is always like jumping over into like their side of the court it's like just stay on your side of the just meet at center court connor b does full court press full court press he's just just going going hard and uh Do you have a move, Lance? Because like you know, the chin thing, not that's not my move. I, I've never done the grab the chin, but it's a nice move. I, I love how, and it's like it really is a move. He did it, and every time he kisses, and it works. It fucking works. Very few people in that show can like point out their move, do the move, and have it look great. And Riley, I mean, just a masterful performance on Riley. But like, do you have what's your move? Do you have like a go-to makeout move? Yeah, I mean, my move just to kind of, you know, see if they're interested or not is uh, kind of what Riley said, too. If you, like, touch my back or, like, I touch the, you know, the ball the of your back yeah. there, you know, it just it gives you the clue that like, I'm like, I'm into this. I'm touching you right now. So let's do this. Yeah. What about what about a makeup? Do you have any hand placement on on the face or neck during during the make the makeup um i don't yeah i don't do the chin thing that's a little too cheesy for me but i definitely love you know grabbing the back of the head you know i like that kind of passion there you go Mm -hmm. yeah i i'm i'm not a chin guy myself but it it works for Mm -hmm. riley i uh but but props i mean any 
let's be honest, anything would work for Riley. <laughs> he, yeah. he just knows. He knows what he's doing. He is so were you wild. standing right there when they started making out? And were you just yes. like awkwardly watching? I mean, it was it was so awkward because, look, I did not know this date was going to go down like this. Because when he asked her, I'm like, well, that's an interesting choice. Like, she's cute. I don't know much about her. But, like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then they do the date. And they're doing, of course, horrible eating, all kinds of stuff that they were so into, by the way, like they loved everything. It was, you know, I thought they were going to have people throwing up and everything. no, they absolutely loved all the, the tripe and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I loved uh, how quickly they just knew, you know, where it snapped for him when I knew it was down was when uh, she was talking about how she was such a sexual person yeah. and she was down, you know, and then you could just see him go bing, like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is it. And I'm, it was over from there. He's like, we are going to the uh, to the Boom Boom Room tonight, no doubt. Yeah, and honestly, smart on their part to uh, I think the the first the first question they avoided was sexual partners. Were in life, I think that's uh, made too much of a big deal. But like, yeah, yeah, good for them for not like you know airing that on national television because people would have been mean and judgmental. And, I, and I'm glad too because then they wouldn't have eaten anything. <laughs> that would have been such a bust of a date if they didn't eat anything. <laughs> totally, but I mean, I'll, and then you know, props Marissa for being like, but I do masturbate every day. Like, good for her for that sex positivity and owning it. And mm -hmm. uh, props to Marissa for that. And you're right, like obviously Riley. Um, I'm really curious. Obviously, again, we record this in advance, but. I will be really curious. I hope everyone's just like 100% in on, on uh, Riley and, and Marissa, but like going straight to the, the boom, boom room or one of those rooms before like the, is that a bachelor in paradise first to like, kind of like not make an entrance down to the beach. Cause lots of times right. you'd have like Marissa come down and be like, I got to talk to Connor B and I got to like, mm -hmm. let him know that I'm going to like, I'm going right. to move this direction uh but nope she's just like and i have i i have no problem with it like i think it's fine like what were like none of these relationships that like maybe maybe grocery store joe and serena but like none of these relationships are solidified all these relationships week one we're just trying to get to week two i have no problem with it but like what what do you think do you think bachelor nation is gonna think they're not playing by the rules or do you like that no. they hooked up the first the first date or what are your thoughts on that yeah look when you know you know <clears throat> there was some magic there i mean i saw the spark and you know if you believe in love at first sight that's that's what i saw go down and i remember i was heading back to my my hotel and i you know off camera and everything they're just making out and i could just see the passion you know and i'm like oh my gosh like this is this is real. Like, I mean, I can't believe just in a matter of hours, these guys striked up such an amazing relationship and I could just really feel the love. And then Connor be the whole time. I don't care. It's just a date. It's just, it's just one yeah. date. It's just one date. I'm just, I'm, I'm just going to write a song about it. Don't worry. Just going to write a song. Yeah. I'm going to play it. Anyways, two songs. The what? two songs, one on uke, one on guitar. The man played two songs over the course of that date. Yeah. Between, between oh, wow. Connor B's like ukulele playing and Carl karate, uh, routine <laughs> oh and, I, and I don't feel bad teasing these guys because they know they're being filmed like Carl knew he was being filmed doing that whole routine and he thought it was cool 
And, yeah. and you know, and you know, producers are like, Hey, you know, what would be really cool. I hear you're great at karate moves. Like, why don't you just do some here on the beach? Yeah, I'm sure <laughs> they, I'm they sure they did. Good. Or honestly, uh, he might've just done that. I mean, yeah. Uh, and he even did one of the karate kid moves. He really, he really <laughs> like, was almost going to turn. He totally tried it. It was like, he's like, I'm going to go there and maybe, maybe not. And then mm-hmm. like it, you know, it's, I say that because like, it's Carl and Carl's like just done nothing redeeming in his two seasons. But you almost feel bad. Like, why are we making fun of a guy working out on the beach? But like, he's asking for it. He just can't help himself. And like I said, he, he knew full well that the, he was being filmed and he was, I mean, he was probably out there for 30 minutes and we just got yeah. to see like, you know, two minutes of it. But uh, I, I don't know. What do you, fuck man. Like he has a mean sweep kick. <laughs> I, I mean, we're backtracking a little bit. Serena, Serena and Joe, um, I love how Joe kind of handled that whole thing. I mean, I love how we got to watch Joe napping and then they just played him napping (laughs) as if like he's just tossing and turning. It was probably a single nap of sleeping in 90 degree weather, but uh, Joe, Joe is torn up about it. And I love how Joe keeps fake (laughs) quitting to Wells. Yeah. Right. (laughs) (laughs) It just doesn't go my way. I'm going to leave. I'm like, okay. I love it. I love it. But yeah, I think Joe handles, handles that, that great. And he's like, yeah, I knew, I knew you're gonna, gonna. It, it, Joe has this a great way of just like, like tr- pretending to be cocky, but also humble at the same time. I, yeah, I yeah. don't know. <laughs> yeah, he he has a good. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a good mix uh, for him. I, I I just love him. I think he's great. Before we let you go, Lance. So what what tea do you have? What are behind the scenes observations did you notice? And then what could you tease for us uh, for next week? Um, all right, without getting in trouble, let's see what I can talk about because there is some a major thing happening in the next episode. Well, let's uh, let's before before we get to the tea for next episode, give mm-hmm. us some uh, things we we didn't get to see that didn't make the uh, cutting room floor that uh, yeah. we should we should know about. Well, mainly all of my conversations with everyone got cut. <laughs> you can, that's when you can tell that there's really great action going on in this show. Um, I mean, I had so many conversations with every single one of them and I didn't see, but like one of those, uh, you got to see me sit down with the girls like one time. Um, but, uh, I mean, you've got to see all the best stuff. That is for sure. It's, it's fun when you're shooting the show in your dressing room, you have a television screen of every single camera going on. So I can, I can watch everything going. And, uh, the biggest surprise was, you know, going into this, I'm like, how, how real can this be? Are they all in cahoots? Like which ones are like, okay, we're going to do this, but watching it go down, unless they're the best improv actors in the world. I mean, this thing, I mean, it's, it's crazy how, how real this could get. Oh, totally. I mean, it's like, it's a staged in controlled environment and with real emotions that are obviously heightened given that it's a staged control environment. Who, uh, give me your top three guys and top three women that after sitting down with them, forget about the show that like you just liked as people and that you would want to maybe hang out with outside of the show. Yeah. Uh, I mean, definitely, you know, Joe, uh, is right up there. I, I love Riley. Um, and actually I enjoyed talking to Kenny. Uh, you know, he's kind of quiet, but uh like a gentle giant yeah but i i, li- I liked him i've heard a lot uh, of great lot. things about kenny through just 
you know, yeah. people on the show and producers like they all really like them yeah one girl i love is tajwan i think she's a. Uh, uh, she's just really fun. I want her to find love. She reminds me of Ashley. I back. In the day. Yeah. Like, I think they're kind of like the same type of journey. Uh, so hoping that she, you know, works things out. Um, and then let's see, who's the other girl that I love? Um, oh, I do have a soft spot for Natasha. I think she's just Natasha's super great. sweet. Yeah. And, you know, and in our conversations and hopefully in the next episode, you'll see our, our one-on-one with her, um, She's just super sweet, and I just couldn't stop staring at her because she's so gorgeous. I mean, she's gorgeous on television, but in person, even more gorgeous. Yeah, not, and I mean, I, I've met Natasha a few times. She's a, just a mm. wonderful human. Uh, do you have any um, not so favorites? Like you're, you know, <laughs> minus who we've talked about, people that you're just like, ah, I'm not into no. you. Not a good vibe, especially if anyone who's a fan favorite that you're just like, ah, mm -hmm. not, not my cup of tea. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, fan favorites, I'm kind of right there with everyone else. Uh, the ones that I love seeing on the show, but I just, you know, roll my eyes at Carl, you know, number one. I think, you know, Aaron um, and uh, Tammy, I think, are in the same boat with me where it's fun to watch on television, but, oh, it would be impossible to be friends with them or in relationship with them. I think that's that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> um, what can we expect next uh, next week, Lance? Uh, just more, the most dramatic episode <laughs> in bachelor history is next week. Uh, no, I'm interested to see, uh, what happens with Thomas. Uh, you know, so definitely keep your eye out on him. And then, uh, I'll be introducing a new contestant that is going to be kind of record breaking in bachelor in paradise. Oh, Becca, right. Becca. Yeah. Yeah. Becca comes in. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's a big get to have a former bachelorette come in. I'm almost shocked that it's like, it's, a, you know, yeah. For, for I mean, I was a little way. shocked too, but you know, it, it took her a lot of convincing, I think to bring her back. Even when she was in Mexico, she still was kind of second guessing herself and deciding if she oh, wanted sure, to actually yeah. go through. Um, but you know, we, we talked her off the ledge and, uh, and said, look, this is going to be such a fun experience. And, uh, I really, really got, uh, you know, I loved getting to know her. I got to spend a good time with her before she went into paradise and, uh, she's just a lovely, lovely girl. That's awesome. Other than Thomas and, and Becca, is there someone who, uh, gets themselves in a lot of trouble that, uh, we should look forward to watching? Uh, let's see, not so much trouble. Uh, I mean, Carl, you're going to see, go through some, some things. And then I think you're going to see more blowups with Tajwan and uh and Trey. So, you know, we'll we'll have to watch that closely. <sighs> Tajwan and Trey. Mm -hmm. It'll be interesting because yeah, they're both likable people. And Thomas Trey is guilty of selling out for a rose. Yeah. And but and you know, I think Mariley and Marissa are like they must be just a couple. So, it's not like because I thought maybe Marissa and Riley would go out and have a nice time. And and then I still wanted, you know, Tajwan to have a, a chance to like really. But like, I, I can't see Riley. Um, yeah, I think that is I think that is a done deal. <laughs> but like, yeah, Tajwan's not into Trey that much, right? Like, yeah, he's a, no, he, you can tell she's not. No. So and he's not into her. Yeah. Well, good. That's fun. Like, it's going to get messy. Um, yeah. 
Lance, thanks so much for for uh, for joining us. Um, can you, you know, all the stuff that you're working out outside of of being a great host on Bachelor in Paradise? Can you let all the people know where they can find you, all the work you're mm-hmm. doing, and all that fun stuff? <laughs> yeah, I'm very easy. You can follow me on all my socials at Lance Bass or on TikTok. It's at Lance. Yes, I got the name at Lance, and I'm very proud of that. Um, and then uh, my show Unicorn Hunters is airing now, so you just go to unicornhunters.com to see all our episodes. It's a kind of a new shark tank show uh searching for billion dollar companies and it's fun i get to nerd out business wise (laughs) that's awesome uh lance can't thank you enough we look forward to seeing you next monday night on bachelor in paradise thanks guys for listening appreciate you tuning in we'll bet we are back tomorrow with the hilarious matt king uh don't miss that episode and if uh don't forget to send your questions at asknickacastme.com for ask nick episodes Make sure you follow Lance. Uh, send him a nice congratu- congratulatory note for the support uh, me. Support, support me. Yeah, for, yeah. Batch Nation is, uh, it, you know, Batch Nation is very volatile at times. So, uh, like, yes. When some when new people like me come in, it's like be scary. nice. Like, to, oh yeah. my gosh, they're hey. gonna hate me. <laughs> Lance, we love you. Uh, I feel your pain. They're they are a passionate bunch mm-hmm. uh and i guess i would pr- I, I take their passion over them not giving a fuck but that is it's not always it's not always right. easy in this <laughs> this group uh no. i thought you did a wonderful job can't wait to see you uh next monday night and uh really appreciate you taking the time to break down these two episodes with us so uh really appreciate it buddy anytime thanks nick thanks for listening guys we will see you back tomorrow <laughs>